this. This, this is It's Always Game Day in Cincinnati with Lindsey Patterson and Mike Santagata. I'm not really super surprised that it's kind of more of an OTA. Let's see what it looks like in OTAs if he's throwing again. Yeah, yeah, just keep it. And that's the patient waiting game that uh, nobody wants to do. <laughs> no, no. It's not fun. It's not fun. There's, it's just, um, it's just, you know, when is Joe Burrow going to throw? I don't know. And we also have like the instant news cycle. So I feel like every day is, did Joe Burrow throw today? Did Joe Burrow throw today? It's not like waiting for like, oh, I got news. Joe Burrow threw it. I feel like I'm opening up something like news news it's been 10 minutes but gotta check again yeah right but you know what the thing is we've been able to see joe um he's been at practices he's obviously been at every single game um and i think even traveled with the the team to away game so that's been really huge just having joe burrow there i think uh but one thing i did notice is maybe it was just for the press conference purposes he wasn't wearing a brace at all for the first time um, since the public appearances. Um, his brace was starting to get smaller and smaller. And even seeing him at the game on Sunday, he just had his normal uh, brace on and uh, maybe the little black thing that he's been having to stabilize it. But um, I did notice no brace in that press conference. And then, like I said, maybe it was just more of a, hey, I'm going to go do this real quick. I don't know how long he has to wear a brace a day. Um, but, you know, obviously every day he did say he's starting to feel better and that's absolutely huge. But honestly, I just don't expect any updates for Joe Burrow. And one of the other things, there, there's a couple things I want to pull from his press conference when he was talking to the media, because it's the first time we've heard from him in almost two months. But, um, you know, he had said, kind of what what could change in this offseason, what would be different for him. And I'm kind of paraphrasing here, but one of the biggest things for him is not going so full go as they're getting ready for training camp and kind yeah. of relaxing a little bit. And and who knows if that will change or if that will mean anything going into this training camp just because of him having never having a normal training camp in his pro football career. So maybe that will be something for him. And, you know, just taking this camp in as far as feeling better with his throwing hand and and what the outlook will be when it comes to, you know, when he's finished rehabbing. Cause we just, we don't know what that timeline looks like. Yeah. Yeah. I agree. I, I, I think it's a six month recovery process, <laughs> uh, but I don't know. I, I'm very much on just, uh, I'll, I'm going to have to do like, I, I know there's the playoffs now, the Super Bowl, and then free agency, and then the draft. And then by the time that all ends, we might get a Burrow throws the ball moment. That would be huge. That would be huge. He did, uh, right after the press conference, he did post his Instagram photo of the return of the Jedi. He has really good captions on Instagram, but um, he just seems he's ready to go, ready to get back out there. And um, there was another thing that uh, was asked and, and not really surprising when it comes to this team. Obviously, more than likely going to be moving on from Tyler Boyd and free agency. No real surprise there. But T. Higgins. I think you and I both have agreed that it feels like a franchise tag on T Higgins. I, I feel like I feel very confident that is a franchise tag on T Higgins versus him walking or a multi-year extension um, in the 2024 offseason. And Joe Burrow, um, you know, he, he voiced his opinion. He sounded very optimistic about it. He even mentioned, you know, there, there were the contract was put in a certain way 
for some of these players to come back. And I think that's absolutely huge because we don't know a whole lot of the details when it comes to Joe Burrow's extension, um, just the numbers, what it kind of looks like, the cap hits. But uh, I think having those conversations with the front office is absolutely huge for Joe Burrow and how that impacts other star players on this team. They're more than likely going to pay Jamar Chase this offseason. They don't have to, but I feel like they're going to get it done this offseason. So when he was talking about T. Higgins, and I know there's comparison to say, well, he said the same thing about Jesse Bates. Um, I don't know. I, I feel like Joe knows a lot that's happening behind the scenes and probably has had conversations with the front office, probably has had more time to have conversations with the front office this season. And I wouldn't be surprised if he knows, hey, look, the least we're going to do is franchise tag him. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I I think what those comments for me, they didn't really do that much because we, we both felt like he'd be back. Uh, next season on franchise tag, I feel like it's not going to stop the media cycle until the franchise tag happens from where should he sign next? And mm -hmm. I hope, I hope they have odds for where is T Higgins going to play in 2024? I would put plenty of money on Cincinnati uh, 2025. I don't know. Um, mm -hmm. One thing about this comment though, that makes me, well, there's one thing about this that makes me think, uh, one thing that this comment makes me think about, sorry, I was phrasing that wrong every time, uh, is the idea of a tag and trade. And I feel like that's less likely when Burrow is bringing that he wants and expects him back next season. I think that was not really on the table if you know the Bengals, but it may have, it was definitely more likely than them just letting him walk. And we don't know how the contract talks are going, but it was possible in my mind that it was about as likely as that as, as a long-term extension. Now I feel like if I was odds setting, I would still have, you wouldn't win much money betting on a franchise tag and play, but I would kind of move the extension and the tag and trade probably about even, maybe even have extension slightly higher. I just feel like after that, you know, like let's just, tag them and run it back and we'll figure we'll kick this can right down the road hey it's kaylee cuoco for priceline ready to go to your happy place for a happy price well why didn't you say so just download the priceline app right now and save up to 60 percent on hotels so whether it's cousin kevin's kazoo concert in kansas city go kevin or becky's bachelorette bash in bermuda you never have to miss a trip ever again so download the priceline app today your savings are waiting Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Yeah, because the Joe Burrow impact, as far as his contract, really doesn't start to hit him until 25 and 26. Um, so they still have a lot of flexibility and, and good cap health going into this offseason. And that's good news for them because there's still a lot of players that they're going to need to either resign or spend in free agency. So for me, T. Higgins, I just I, – I feel that way. We are going, you know, it's never going to end if the Bengals do say we're going to franchise tag him when it comes to those conversations. Will T Higgins show up to camp? Will T Higgins play on this? And, and if you look at T Higgins rookie deal, this is a lot of money on a franchise tag. It's about $22 million for one year. So, yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's not like it's just. Although that's about the same amount of money. Isn't that the same amount of money that Jamar Chase is going to make on the fifth year option? True. True, true, true. <laughs> yes, 
these receivers are going to make a lot of money for the Cincinnati Bengals in 2024. Um, but at the same time, yeah, I'm just, I'm not really surprised about it. Well, there could be a lot of conversations of people saying, you know, what happens in 2025? Look, I just watched my quarterback go down in November when they were really starting to get it going. I do not think that far in advance what's happened in 2025. I'm focusing on 2024, this offseason, free agency, the NFL draft, what Joe Burrow's rehab looks like. Do they sign Jamar Chase? What do does next season look like? I could care less at 2025 right now I, I really just I'm not thinking that way and guess what we don't have to uh, the front office has to decide what their financial outlook is going to be after yeah. that so yeah. I'm just I'm I I just I I don't know it was good hearing from Joe Burrow and you know he he did bring up another point you know outside of the T Higgins uh comments he he, he had said something and I was like yeah he's 100 right he got injured when this team normally ramps it up in the season, when they really get it going. You know, coming out of that bye week, a lot of people said, is it going to be like last year when they went on a streak? This team can really play in December and January, and they start to get it going. They just have those slow starts, and obviously he's battled injuries. And I think he's right. Um, I actually put that comment on social media, and the reaction on it was um, a little mixed from other fan bases, but I, I do agree with Joe, um, you know, if he doesn't get injured in that game, that's when that's when this team really starts to shine. And um, yeah, that's all because unfortunately, last time we heard from him, it was all injury talk. He just found out he got the really devastating news about the season ending injury and it was doom and gloom. And this one's kind of like, OK, this is what I know, had the surgery. And that's kind of a look back on on what the season really means to me and, and not taking this stuff for granted when I do get to play football. Yeah, uh, definitely true about when it when he ramps it up. We saw that the past couple of weeks before that game and in that uh Ravens game I wouldn't I don't, I don't think I'd feel confident saying the Bengals win that game they were winning when Burrow got hurt but uh with how the defense played that would be a shootout against uh, a very good defense and sorry uh oh hopefully only for this year defensive coordinator yeah, he'll go higher on commanders <laughs> he's getting a lot of interviews it seems so I think it's definitely possible that they don't win that game, but it would be more competitive. And I do think they win more games down the stretch. We had, it is part of that instant news cycle. Like you have to react so hard to every game. And uh, so after the third week of Jake Browning, it was like, is Burrow even good? Jake Browning's numbers are pretty comparable. And it's just like, guys, please no stop this. But that, that ended after, uh, couple of stinkers in a row and then a good one to end it i think he showed he is a quality backup and i i mean i don't think certain things are out of the realm like a like a ryan fitzpatrick career isn't out of the realm of possibility i mean that's basically how fitzpatrick got started last time was palmer went down and he was like not great but not terrible i don't think he was terrible i could be misremembering 2000 and uh is that that was 2008 yeah it's magic um, yeah it could be misremembering 2008 but that, that's what i was thinking of like he stepped in Bengals quarterback kept being a little bit of a backup guy would get hurt in front of him he started showing got better and better he actually talked about this is off topic a little bit he actually talked about how he got better when he left to other organizations and he got put into some roles and learn different systems and he was like oh that's how you teach this and it's like it started all making sense to him so maybe that happens with browning you know but the Bengals likely keep him next season because mm -hmm. he's got that restrictive free agent exclusive tag that they can give him and i don't think anybody's gonna 
give the draft capital to match it or whatever it needs to happen. So he's probably here again next season. Then the year after, I think he probably gets a, some type of either high-end backup where the starter either gets hurt a lot or they don't trust him or they're going to draft a guy, but they don't want him to start right away. Or he could even be signed as maybe a bridge guy, depending on how this next season goes. Hopefully we don't see him, but you never know. Yeah, I definitely hope we don't see Jake Brown. Well, actually, you do hope you see him. Week 18, the one seed's wrapped up. You're 14 and two. Yeah, that's fine. I'm totally fine with that. It, it I, Go ahead, you know, but I, I really hope we get Joe Burrow for a full season because, I mean, it. I, I know a lot of people want to put the – look, the guy's injury prone, but when he's getting two full seasons in there and they're going to AFC Championship games back-to-back years one, in a, in a difficult AFC, I wouldn't even say it was as difficult this year, but in a very difficult AFC in back-to-back years is really incredible. So I want Joe Burrow back out there. Um, for Jake Browning, this team is in a really good position – uh, with him, I, I know, you know, maybe a couple weeks ago, people thought, what can you get for him when it comes to draft picks? And I say, no, 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 no. They have to offer him like $900,000 to bring him back next year. And that is easy money for them to go ahead and do. I don't think they're going to give a multi-year contract to Jake Browning. And that would be silly for him to do that because he could make a lot more money the following season um, if he just signs the what the Bengals have to offer to match that because he's restricted. Um, so they're in a really good position to have Jake Browning come back as the backup quarterback. And I think a lot of teams, it's kind of wild because the Bengals are really criticized going into the year of they didn't uh, value the backup quarterback position. And then he ends up playing better than a lot of the other backups when he needed to perform. And I think he surprised a lot of people, even Brian Callahan and Zach Taylor, but that's a lot of credit to the coaching staff, including guys like Dan Pitcher. 